Welcome to Sincerely Shayla, the podcast. Tune in every other Friday for a brand new episode where we talk all things love, real life, and purpose. Don't forget to hit that bell at the top of your screen so you know when the next episode drops. And I'll catch you later. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday and welcome back to another episode of Sincerely Shayla, the podcast. Today, I am here with... Jalen and Kendall. Hey, y'all. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about a bunch of different things today. Um, a little bit of everything, honestly. Okay. So, so I'm excited. So I kind of want, it. yes, I kind of just want to start with how you met. How yes. everybody met here? Yes. Okay, so how the trio began was <laughs> I attended the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. Um, and as a freshman, um, Kendall and I both were freshmen and we were staying in the same dorm or whatever. He was on the first floor. We were on the fourth floor. You know, it doesn't really represent anything, but I just had to put that up there. (laughs) Um, but so we, so our roommate, so we had three uh, I had three other roommates. Yeah. And so it was me, Dallin, Lake, and then one other guy. His name was AG. And so AG had a friend that he went to high school with that was ended up being Kendall's roommate. And so that's how we we all like started hanging out. And so that's how we all became friends. When we when we went to Kendall's room one time and he had ribs and stuff under <laughs> his bed <laughs> in his refrigerator. Oh yeah, that's yeah. when we all knew it was it was, it was meant it to was, be. Yeah, it was click. It was basically that. the corner store. Yeah, he had he okay, had everything from Costco's <laughs> under his bed. And Kendall and you were a Sam's Club slash Costco's fanatic. Yeah, yes. it was Sam's back in the day. Yeah, okay. Because we didn't have Costco. We've elevated and, and at, UTC, at UTC. Yeah. We didn't have Costco, okay. so it was Sam's. Yeah. And then, so how did we meet, Jalen? <laughs> so uh, we the first time we met was it at it was at a clerk. It was Tin Roof. Was that the it first time we met? Roof. Yeah. But had we talked? Before I think that? we just followed each other on Instagram. Okay, so maybe yeah. we followed each other on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then um, we seen each other at Tin Roof, and then you messaged me saying you wanted to get in, or you were in real estate and you wanted to transition over to the purchase and sell side. So I said, "Come to the dream team, baby." And you Period. you said you had seen me at the mall or something. I don't know. I don't. I think that was after I was already on the team that me and Evan saw you. No, you you said I seen you the other day. I was at the mall. I was like, no telling what I was. Oh. Yes, I did see you beforehand. Really? Yes, was this I before did. or after? This is before you this, joined the team. This was before I joined the team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was I doing? I don't know. What did honey. I have on? Girl, I know he was bad, wasn't he? All right. What was he driving? <laughs> you were driving the Corvette. <laughs> oh, it's with his fine ass. <laughs> And Kendall, you and I met at Americano. Americano my yes. place. I'm always there. <laughs> so how did y'all meet? All right, so this is this is how we met. Jalen and I were meeting about me joining the brokerage, and you were mentioning Kendall when all of a sudden I turned my head, and there he was. He was right there sitting in one of them chairs drinking. I don't know what you were drinking. Probably. You were, uh, oh, yeah, because mm-hmm. me and Kendall were having a meeting, and yeah. then, yeah, and then, yeah. Because at the time, too, I was yeah. also looking for an apartment as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was, that was during the whole process of me rebranding, getting mm-hmm. ready to switch brokerages. Very, very stressful time in my life, and I felt like this year, after, because of all that shit, um, that I really, you know, kind of chilled out a little bit. Yeah, I've kind of been chilling this year. 
That's honestly. what it's giving? Yeah, it's chilly. giving chill. Oh, yeah. it wasn't an, an eventful, chill year, huh? I mean, it was eventful, <laughs> but I mean, I was kind of chilling. I grinded really hard last year. Yeah. So, it's rebranded, almost took me out. But a bitch is still standing. And you here know? you are. I'm still here <laughs> in all black. Well, <laughs> on the day after the queen passes away, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah, they said they had been dead for five months. Yeah, no, I I heard that she was dead the first time they sent out like the news, the news. Um, what do you call? You it? thought they were just sitting on the body, or they already buried her? I think I. This is what I think happened because I'm not going to speculate. I don't really know the queen like that, but this is what I think happened. I think whenever I got that news um, alert that they sent it directly to her. They sent it to her. I mean, me. That's what she said. She had a notification set up. Go ahead, ready girl. To <laughs> but um, they said her family rushed to her side. I said, oh, she dead. She's dead. She's been dead. She's yeah. Been it's dead. giving they've been rushed. Yeah. And they just delayed the public mm-hmm. on the passing. Yeah. And, the morgue already. and that's why they're releasing all these videos talking about, oh, I love Africa. Da 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 da. It's PR. PR is having to that's work That's what it's giving on. very yeah. much so. But because they knew this was going to be a backlash, mm-hmm. you know, following her death. Yeah. Um, her name does precede her, but it doesn't seem like it's proceeding well. So I just <laughs> use that as an example to make sure I treat all my my, my um, ethnic groups. Period. <laughs> equally. As you should. Yeah. Well, I know we kind of mentioned earlier, well, Jalen, you did, um, the stress that you endured last year oh, with, yeah. you know, getting everything together, starting your brand, the transfer. Um, I also wanted to talk about, you know, something that, some people do, I guess, when it, there's a stress-related um, event or whatever that's going right. on in their lives. Um, and talk about therapy. Um, <laughs> I know we are all in therapy. Yes, that's what I'm we all are. for. Yes, I think I think more people of color need to start therapy because a lot of the issues that we have, um, whether it be like within ourselves or just like within relationships or whatever the case may be, like it can be resolved. Like it's not just something that you have to suffer with and it's not just something <clears throat> that you can just like sweep under the rug. Like the, the issues do need to be resolved. Um, What would you say is like one of your top, maybe your top three things that you've learned in therapy? You know, um, I think, I don't know about my top three, but I know I have one that Probably if you have not started therapy, that this you'll experience this. But Mm -hmm. as you just said, I thought when I was going to therapy, I needed to fix and work on things that were happening right now. But I, what I really realized is that I needed to go back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's where I had to start. And once I got went back to the beginning, I started to heal and or not. I, I started to realize, you know, how things happen, why things happen the way they did. And maybe why I am the way that I am now or maybe why I react the way that I act now. But all that stems stems from like the beginning of time with me, Jalen. And once I realized that, I was like, oh, this is what the healing process means. Like, yeah, yeah, because like that forced me to go back into who is Jalen and what does Jalen want to represent and how is he going to go moving forward? Because I truly, I started to live my life when I started therapy. And so that was just two, a year and a half ago, maybe, um, when I started. And my therapist is amazing. I 
Thank goodness. I, it took me a year to find her. So I, a lot of people I hear, they switch therapists. Um, but I think it's important for you to really, really be true to yourself. Do you relate more to a, a black male or a black female mm -hmm. or, or a white male? You know, no, this is just my journey. So I said that I relate better with a black female. Mm hmm. And so that's what I wanted. I wanted yeah. someone that I did not have to explain why there may be a, you know, cultural, you know, just understanding or I don't yeah. want to have to explain, you know, just like taboo for us. You know, mm -hmm. like if I was trying to explain it to an Indian doctor or, you know, or a therapist or a white therapist, um, I would have to not only explain why the issue affected me, but also explain the issue itself. And that's yep. just too exhausting. Yeah. So I want to get to it and I don't want to have to get into the nitty gritty of it. And so that's why I chose someone who was shared the same culture with me well and and also why would you say that you started therapy because like i know for me um i started therapy when i just thought i was fine mm -hmm. like i literally like I, there were no major stressors in my life um other than trying to get my real estate career off the ground off the ground i went into my intake um session where she just kind of asks about your life and you know just tries to get the basic information from you and i went in there and i was like yeah i don't really i don't know that i need therapy but mm -hmm. you know um i just wanted to start it because my life is fine right now i'm sure and, that's a lot of people's intakes yeah, yeah. and so she was like okay and kind of smiled yeah. a little bit right. <laughs> And then by the second or third session, I was full on crying. Mm -hmm. um, she told me that I had anxiety, which I know I have anxiety, um, and that I had borderline depression, which I was like, me? Yeah. Shayla has yeah. borderline depression? Who? Yeah. Because like, I'm always like happy, right. you know? Or so I thought. And so I thought I was fine. What made you like start therapy? I think what made me start therapy is I had a breakup seven years ago, and from that breakup, I decided to work on me. I decided to only date me. I decided to be celibate. I was celibate for two years. Like, I just wanted to focus on me. And so during that process, that's how I was able to figure out who Jalen was. And then from there, I, I realized that I needed to also heal who Jalen used to be to mm. get to who Jalen wants to be. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I started therapy. I didn't have necessarily a, a tragic event or anything that happened. Um, I just was true to myself, I stopped lying to myself and I said, it's time to start therapy. There and I did, yeah. So well, I started the journey and then a year later I started therapy. Yeah. Kendall, what about you? What would you say? I would say for me, I started the journey of therapy because coming from LA, I was kind of like spiraling because that was like my dream location. And mm -hmm. I was making my way, I was doing real estate and doing open houses and was slowly getting clients. And then next, you know, COVID happened. And the next, you know, the whole city shut down and it's like, in, our, in LA, like there was nowhere to go. Whereas like in Nashville, people were out and about and mm -hmm. just being able to go to places. And I was just like, I'm sitting at four corners, just looking at my window, like yeah. not being able to do anything. And I think also with therapy too, is kind of learned how to take time for myself. I would say I'm more so like a workaholic, but then I don't take time to like hang out with friends like I should. And I'm kind of learning that and I need to have like a balance. Mm -hmm. What would you say are the top few things that you've learned or maybe just the top number one thing that you've learned in therapy? And how has that experience been for you? For therapy, it's more so of just being gracious to myself to be like where I was a year ago to where I'm now. It's like a totally different person. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to take time to get 1, to where I want to go. Yeah. So that's kind of like my top thing I learned from therapy. Yeah. And then also like learning how there might be like patterns that I haven't seen in the past. Whereas like because with my therapist, me and Jalen have the same therapist. 
to where like we did a timeline tour of me being a baby up to now and seeing the different patterns to see like this is why you react how you are right now but we can change those things but like i said it's going to take time mm -hmm. so that's what i kind of learned from therapy would you say that you also and this is really to both of you that you guys have learned to take time to yourself because mm -hmm. i know that like a lot of times i focus on other people and like their wants and needs before myself and even like just being in a relationship like it's so easy to be like oh well like you know what does he want you know what i mean or like how does he feel but like at the end of the day like we literally only have one life mm -hmm. um and i think it's important and my therapist just stressed to me how important it was to take time to myself whether that's by working out which is something that i really <laughs> enjoy doing um or like reading a book or meditating and she even explained to me that like meditating that doesn't look the same to everybody you don't have to like sit and say oh mm -hmm. like you don't have to do that like meditating is just like like where you feel the most at peace and you don't have to yeah. sit in silence if that's not what it is for you so what have you guys like learned about like self-care and just what is your what is your form of meditation matures I would say for me, I found a thing on, um, what's it called? Spotify. It's like a playlist, which is kind of like a little classical musical where it's just like very soft music. And I kind of notice mm. myself and I want to work and just be like, be in that Zen moment to where like people just not bothering me. That's where I find my mm -hmm. type of Zen thing. And then also I would say me time, which is like finding things that you enjoy that maybe you can just do for yourself. You don't have anyone else there with you. That way no one's distracting you. That way you just have your time to yourself to like really f reflect like maybe like where do you want to be or like where you are in the past. And mm -hmm. that's where for me, for myself, it's where I see you. You know, this is a really fun question because I have a couple different forms of meditation. So um, on Tuesday, or I'm sorry, on Wednesday of every week, I have date night with myself. So I still date myself. I told you guys I dated myself for mm -hmm. seven years, still dating myself. <laughs> and so what that looks like for me is that's coming home from the gym. And then um, I'll go to I'll go to Whole Foods, I'll get some type of fish or meat and I'll go come home cook open a bottle of wine and I put on like Summer Walker Kehlani Zendaya you know I'm playing like R&B and I'm literally having date night and I will set my table I will light my candles and I will sit there I will cook why I will cook and have wine and then I will sit there and I'll enjoy my dinner. No TV. I don't watch TV on Wednesdays or anything. I literally just hang out with myself and I have a blast. Like I have so much fun. And then my other forms of meditation are driving. So my meditation is truly being by myself. And I'm gonna let you know if I need to be by myself for mm -hmm. sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, actually, I'm excited thinking about it because I haven't got to, like, meditate in over 10 days now since I've been gone. Yeah. So um, I'll probably be doing that. Looking forward to doing that on this Wednesday. What um, is yours? What do you do? Oh, my form. Uh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say my form of meditation, like, where, where I realize that I have, like, the clearest mindset because... Like going through life and like just having normal daily stressors or like whatever or inconveniences, like it kind of clouds your mind a little bit because you're so worried and focused on those. So mine has always, well, honestly, not always, but more recently over the past year or so that I've been more consistent with it, working out. Well, I feel like whenever I go to the gym, clear my mind. I feel like when I'm done and when I release those like those stressors, that like that's just what it feels like I'm doing. Yeah. I'm releasing stressors while I'm working out. Um, 
Do you think also like strengthens like your mental state too? Yes, 100%. Okay, this is going to sound like a weird like comparison, but uh, my mom, like whenever we were younger, we kind of had the sex talk, but we really, we really didn't have the sex talk. We were just kind of taught like not to do it. Um, and well, not to do it until we were married, but my mom did make a really good point. Like when you're sleeping with somebody, for example, and you're making a decision that like affects them or that is like about them, it's really hard to make that decision when you're sleeping with them, for example. Um, and so like it clouds your judgment, it clouds, it clouds your judgment. And so are you saying like sometimes like some people use it as like you're transferring energies or you're no, but it's just like, it's just like a big distraction. Like they're distracting you from making that decision mm -hmm. type shit. Yeah. Like, so you're not... basically saying the gym gets you the into gym your gets soul me thought. Here. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't know what it is about going to the gym, but I just, I feel so clear minded. Like if I have to make a decision, like if I go to the gym, like I typically just know like, okay, I need to make this decision Yeah. Mm -hmm. or I need to not do this. Yeah. So I don't know that that's just it clears your mind. It's me. just it's that simple. I mean, it's yeah, clears your mind. Um, Jalen also. So I really just want to say thank you for doing this podcast because I know you, you know just came back from Mexico. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I, I had to step out on the town last night. Your boy didn't go to bed till 428 this morning. Wow. But here I am. Yeah. Yeah. Alive and well. Alive thinking. and well and working. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> Um, I wanted to know if you could share with us, because clearly you are very successful already. You are 27. Mm -hmm. I just want you to share with us um, and the listeners, of course, what you think about having everything figured out in your 20s is all about. Because I feel like with society, there's TikTok, there's Instagram, there's Facebook, there's Twitter. And we see all these people who are in their 20s who are super successful and it's not typical. However, you've seen you seem to have figured it out and you are 27. So what is the secret? What is the I think the secret is this and it's short and sweet. I think that it's so simple that it's hard for people to grasp, but it's to just literally Nike, just do it. Like mm. whatever that means. And I think a lot of these people that you're referring to on TikTok and that you see on all social media platforms is that they're doing what they want to do. They're not comparing themselves to someone else. Mm -hmm. They're not going off of someone's road roadmap. I tell Kindle this all the time. Like, you have to do whatever you want to do. You're in control of your life. You're the one that's writing your story. You're also the one that's living and enjoying your story. So why would you not want to do what you want to do? Yeah. So that's it's that's why it's so simple to me because like I literally just do whatever the fuck I want to do, and I do it all the time. Like. I randomly just went to Mexico for Mexico City for seven days. Why? Because I just wanted to. Like, you know, because like I, if I have a thought, I'm gonna ex execute it. Like, if it's gonna bring me joy, I'm gonna freaking do it. Like, yeah. I do not starve myself from joy. So whatever that may look like, if I if I feel like I'm in the grocery store, I need to cuss you out. <laughs> then I'm just gonna cuss you out. I mean, but no, I, I'm just playing. Like, um, I I don't know. Like, it, it's just so simple to me because like I just literally do what I want to do, and so like people see that, and 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 I get this. All the time from people is like how do you just like how are you living your best life and i was like because i just chose to mm -hmm. but this is kind of a full circle question because that goes back to your first question to us was you know how did i get to this point why why did i do what i wanted to do like i wouldn't be where i'm at if i didn't know who i was mm -hmm. so it starts there so a lot of people overlook the the trauma and everything that needs to be healed first to live your 
positive true life because once you live that positive true life people are going to be able to see that yeah. you're going to be able to see that you're going to be able to feel that you're just going to be a genuinely happy person um, and you're going to be very clear-headed with your decisions on everything that needs to happen. But it, it, it takes work. It does take work. Well, and I also think part of that is also knowing how to get out of your own way. Because I feel like a lot of times, like, we're so busy comparing ourselves to other people and where they are versus where we are. And one, you may not know, like, who they know to, like, have, like, maybe put them in that position. Mm -hmm. Like, if they if it took hard work or if they were kind of just like set like given it mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. or, like or born if into it. exactly or if they were born into it or if they had to work hard and you know kind of do it themselves um but i do feel like a lot of the times that we get in our own way when it comes to being like being successful and a lot of times it's not other people holding us back and it's us and i know i've had to learn that myself even with starting real estate condo closed mm -hmm. that's unheard of like a lot of people would have quit honestly like it's it's been nine months but I mean, that's how long it takes to make a baby. <laughs> okay. So, and and what are you that, building? You're building a business. And what yeah. do people call their business? Their, their babies. babies. Period. So, I mean. So, I really feel like this is symbolic. Yeah. That it took nine months. Yeah. Because, I mean, a lot of people would have quit, like I said. like Because honestly, their heart wouldn't be in it. Your heart's in it. Well, honestly, also, though, like, I've thought about quitting because it's sometimes it's just too hard or you feel like there's no movement or like like nothing's happening but mm -hmm. like you never know you know how how we're so consistent with putting out content and things like that i think that's really important and that's what also keeps me motivated because people reach out to me because of those videos or because of those posts or because of the stories you know what i mean mm -hmm. um and it just really took me getting out of my own way yeah so i am very very happy with my life right now i will say that i will say that and i'm happy that you guys are in it and i'm happy that y'all are taking time to also join your own journey yeah um i'm glad that i could be there for you guys to like you know show you that the hard work does pay off mm -hmm. but also don't get it twisted because i still have a lot of work to do too yeah. on myself like you know like i'm just i'm at the beginning stages like you guys are i'm just a couple years ahead of you i mean that's just it yeah um but if you do the journey like it, there is like for sure light on the other side and I'm i do see it. you but i do yeah. see both of you guys have grown so much already like so we're gonna do we, we're gonna do great things like and i think like honestly like patience is key like a lot of people mm -hmm. always ask me like how how come i'm not more like like i think you always ask me like how are you so calm mm -hmm. i'm like because i'm not gonna <laughs> let this shit stress me out i don't even get stressed out by a nigga period and you shouldn't period speaking so speaking of <laughs> <gasps> So you guys, before the podcast started, <laughs> we gonna turn our heads to Kendall because before the podcast started, Kendall was sharing some tea. Baby Kendall, dad. would you like to indulge? Yeah, what was going on? What you got going on in your I life? Need, What's going tea? on over here? <laughs> so somebody get a fan because he's hot between the hello. Just hot. <laughs> Sit on some ice. <laughs> So it all started with, um, I, my thing is I could go to different coffee shops around town. So one Sunday, I decided to go to a coffee shop in the morning. It was Wells Coffee House. Mm -hmm. It was like right down the street from um, the th my, like the therapy house I go to. So there's this one guy who I was like sitting down. And he was like, oh, I really like your bag that had my briefcase that I had. Period. So then I was like, hey, I've seen you around. Like I've seen you at Americano couple of times and he was like hey do you want to get some coffee so then I went and got coffee with him at americano and then as we were sitting there 
I found out like he is in music and whatnot. So I was like, oh, you probably hang out at Soa House. And he was like, hey, you want to go? We love a good invite. Yeah. Especially I mean, he was an endless on the yes. Lord's Hello. Day. Okay. So, especially the Soa House. Like, you know, very exclusive. Love yes. That. So what'd you say, sis? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's go ahead and go to the Soa House. And next thing we get drinks and everything there. This all the same day? Yes. Damn. <laughs> oh. I thought it was... Over the course of a couple no, of it was uh, yeah, it was like three, four hours. Like everything was just taking place. See, it was so I love that for you because yeah. it was so natural. Kendall, you yeah. deserve this. Yeah. Well, okay, I mean, well, even if he does, let me hear the yeah, rest of it. Yeah. But so far, you deserve it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I went to the Soa house, just, just hanging out, just really ch- chilling. Just and he was like, "What drink do you want to have?" So then I got tequila soda. Mm. That's a good choice. So then we were sitting at like there's like the bar right by the pool. Y'all was at the pool. Or buy it. You brought your swimsuit. No, you know I can't swim. You stood up in it. I mean, you know, eventually we're going to get to the swimming lessons. There's an adult swimming lessons now. You know, that's part of that self-journey, honey. Yeah, we're going to take a baby steps. So next, no, we were sitting at the bar, and his friend came up. And he was like, oh, this is my friend Kendall. So then we left Soa House, and he was like, you know, I have a meeting to go to. And I was like, okay, cool. And he was like, what are you doing at the end of the week? And I was like, well, it's actually my birthday. Sure was. It Kendall, was. what you want to do for okay, your birthday? Yeah. Oh, I'm going guy. to dinner. <laughs> I said, we <laughs> Bitch, I'm trying to plan a dinner. He could talk about he going on a date on his birthday. So next, you know, so he was like, okay, I'm going to take you out on your birthday. So there's this one place in 12 South that I really wanted to try. It was, I think it's called Locust. It's like, based like a dumpling place, but it's only open on certain days. So he was like, okay, let's meet there at 6.30 and everything. So then the next you know the day Early comes, dinner. Mm-hmm. My birthday, he was like, all right, we're going to have dinner. But then also he was like, I booked us a movie. So Ooh. Dinner and movie. And remember, okay. this is the second time they met and it's Kendall's birthday. I mean, Ooh. we we moving at the speed of lesbians at this point. Continue. <laughs> 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 so next you know, we had dinner and everything. And then he was like, you know, he was like, I know I, I wanted to go to the movies with you and everything. But he was like couldn't find a seat next to you so he was like we'll just have to go a different day and i was like okay that's totally fine whatever but then mm-hmm. i was like so we had the dinner and everything and he was like so what do you want to do and i was like oh let's walk around 12 south and everything and you know i love a good ice cream so we mm. ended up at jenny's ice cream mm-hmm. what so, flavor did you get because i love that the lavender flavor the gooey butter cake i think that's what now it's you called you know yeah. cake with whole I know. you knew better than that because so, what if you wanted some cookie <laughs> you know we just got to hold it together for <laughs> So then we went there, but then he was like, oh, I want to hang out some more. So I was like, okay, cool. Let's walk around 12 South, but there's a park down the street. Mm-hmm. So next, you know, we went to the park down the street in 12 South and just kind of walked around and like under the trees and everything and watching couples sit That's on their blankets and everything. <laughs> so he was like, oh, look at that couple over there. And we were just like, you know, just looking at them and see what they were doing and everything. So then it started getting dark a little bit, like towards sunset. Okay. So I was like, oh, have you been to Love Circle? And- oh! <laughs> okay, wait. For those of you guys who don't know, Love Circle is a place in Nashville that's like right off of downtown. And it's like on a big hill and you can watch a sunset, but the skylines right there is beautiful. And I guess mm-hmm. why they call it Love Circle, you go there with your lover. Yeah. Yes. And, and this is, that's what like, this is giving. Yeah. And it was like cool seeing like all the different buildings going up in Nashville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then he was like, okay, cool. Let's go there and everything. So we stayed there for a good. Who drove? He did. Okay. Because if yeah. Kendall was driving, you know, I don't know if he would have you know, we, we, went. Yeah. You know, we'd be on two wheels with, on the road. <laughs> Man. Um, Love Circle about a good 30, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And he was like asking me like, hey, how was your coming out story? And like, how was your life? Mm. So then we were talking for, for like, you know, that for that 
period of time when I was in Love Circle. But then he was like, you know, since it's your birthday, let's go get drinks. Like, he was like, we haven't really got a drink yet. So then there was this one place like, how? Okay, what hour is this? Like, I mean, and what is he it started at six thirty? It was like he's taking you on date, y- after yeah. date after date, all all in one day. This is all in one day. I never had yeah. a date. Actually, they're interviews. They're them yeah. real corporate <laughs> interviews that yeah. are like weekends long. So it's probably like eight thirty, nine o'clock at this point. Uh huh. Okay, might be, might be. This no, is a full. No, it might, have, it might have been a little bit past nine at this point, but it was somewhere. I know it was after eight thirty. It's already three hours in. Yeah. So the next no, we went to this one place. I can't remember what it was called, but it was over there in West End by um, Centennial Park. So we got drinks there and stayed there for a good two hours. So at this point, it's like... Was y'all getting tipsy? A little bit. What were y'all Uh-oh. talking about? What was y'all saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was asking me, like, how was, like, what did I do for work and everything? And I also was asking him about musician. And then also he's at, at Belmont right now working on getting his master's degree for like therapy and whatnot. So we were kind of like talking about that, like how was your therapy journey? And also he's in therapy and he's been going to therapy about three years now. So I was asking about like- Is this an older gentleman? Yes. He's how like old is he? 35. Okay. Oh, that's a cute age. Yeah. So, and we no, love I, men in therapy. Yeah. So yes. I like older men. So like 30s is like my thing. Girl, you 30. I'm 28. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> we, we, we ain't counting 30. Yeah, it's, it's knocking on the back Jay door. Jay's rounding it up. Right. It's knocking on the back door, but, you know, we, we, we keep it in the 20s still. Late. So that, Don't forget that word. Um, Late 20s. So then... <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, like, having drinks, whatever. So then he was like, you know, I have to, like, I have a class tomorrow. It's a uh, weekend class. So he was like, I have to write a paper. So he's like, you know, I had a fun time and everything, but he's like, I have to go. He takes me back to my car because I parked in 12 South. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, it was nice seeing you. I want to see you again and everything. So then I think I want to say how long was that? It was probably about three weeks later we met again and had lunch. Um, <laughs> at, I think it's called El Fuego in yeah, El Yeah, in East Nashville. Mm-hmm. So we went there, and then he was headed to Chicago because he was going to see a Lady Gaga concert. Ooh, okay. But I haven't seen him since, so. But. So y'all are texting. Is it giving potential Wait, Okay, day? so when has he tried to, like, meet up with you anytime recently, or? Um, last night. Oh. It, it was, like, 2 a.m. <laughs> okay. Hold it's up. It's link at this point. Oh, so he was going to try to get a piece. <laughs> Basically. Girl, did you go? So here's the thing. So I was, uh, no, here no, we go. I'm going, I'm going to tell the story. So uh, he was like, hey, can all like, I mean, so it's 2 a.m. at this point. He was like, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing. He was like, you know, I really wish like I had. Not what are you doing at 2 a.m. Yeah, I'm in bed. You yeah. know what's up. When, he was when like, so he was like, oh, I want to, you know, I wish I would cuddle with somebody. I was like, oh, you know, it's a perfect way to out, body block. Bitch, he <laughs> sent you an alley you. Yeah. You dunk you it? Gotta, no. gotta he literally the sent you the alley look, alley you, <laughs> and you didn't dunk it. <laughs> okay. So, so then, then, that was yeah, a foul. Yeah, I know. It was very, so then he was like, you want to come over? And I was like, sure. I'll. He basically just had to go about it and say it. <laughs> So I was like, yeah. He, said he ain't taking the hit. So I was like, give me 20, 30 minutes and I'll be over. What'd you have to do? So next what time I was, you, I was what like, what did you do? 
freaking out. It sounds like that. Sure, I gotta hop in the shower real quick. So mm-hmm. I was like, gotta be fresh. Yeah. And that dove be sticking. To, have you ever? Yeah. Have you ever smelled candle? Good. The, the soap, uh-huh. I've never smelled soap no, stick on somebody like stick it sticks him. on him. Mm-hmm. It'd be like we'd be in the office. I'm like, damn, Kendall, did you just take a shower in the office? <laughs> like, but okay, he'd be yeah. coming to the office fresh out, straight dove. I mean, he'd be scrubbing his skin so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Next it was like 2 30 this morning so i was like all right i was like you know i'm about to be headed over so he, he like, went to sleep yeah so <gasps> you can't wait because why you why, why no tell that long kendall you don't got to do your hair you don't got to do your makeup what it, so then it was like so he was like uh, he was like oh he was like i'm falling asleep a little bit so i was like i was like all right okay, cool i'll like you know meet a different day so at this point yeah. it was like 3 a.m and he texted again i was asleep at that point but he was like <laughs> are you up but so then, yeah, I fumbled the bag. But. You did. Okay. You did. You fumbled. I feel yeah. like he'll but give you another chance the, because he liked you so much that mm-hmm. he took you like date after That's date after date. That's what I'm saying. But I think I like, he hasn't even kissed him yet, right? No. But thing is, though, I was very nervous, so that's the part. Like I fumbled the bag yesterday. Well, it, well, next time you know, he's calling you as a booty call, and I love that for you because you need to have that experience. But also, it's I'm for okay me. with being a booty call. You could call me. Oh no! I, I never. The thing is, no, so it's like that's me. been like my first proper date with a guy, though. Right, and it's not up. like they haven't met before. This is very good experience for you, even if y'all don't do anything. Like, just just like for you realizing how for you to be able to say I fumbled the bag. Like, this is how you talk. This is how you play the game. Like, this is you learning how to like like be witty. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he texted you and was like, "I wish I had somebody to cuddle with," and now you see that you obviously answered wrong. But I mean, next time you come, you're gonna be quicker on your feet, right? It, you know, because that's part of the floor. Pl- that's part. But of the you floor also play. have to learn how to be witty back. Mm-hmm. Like that's you what I'm have saying. to learn how to like speak that language. Yeah, but I'm just also used to not someone having someone approach me like that, and that's the part which where, is like, which is understandable. Yeah, mm-hmm. which yeah. is understandable, and that's why I'm saying it's good because mm-hmm. it's exper- it's it's experience, it's ex- exercise, like it's good. He texts you once, baby. He's gonna text you again. Trust Period. me, and he's and gonna ask time, you another day. Yeah. So next time, but next time you have to kiss him. I think you should do all the things. I think you should do the works. See, you're better than me because I probably would have gave it to him the first day. Um, That's that's the difference. Like I chose to give it give it to him. So yeah, Yeah. that's probably would have been. That's what I would have done. What about you? Well, I have a man, but um, let me just tell y'all. Well, actually, I'm gonna save that story for another time because I'm gonna do an entire episode on. Well, with Evan about how we met, and <laughs> is it gonna be an episode or is it gonna be a movie? Because I mean, <laughs> right. the way it's, it's giving movie because just the way everything happened was just so perfect. Give us a little snippet, sis. <laughs> Run the mic. Who say? <laughs> so what happened was okay. We started talking. You know, I can't remember when we started talking. I know we were friends for three years. We you start, keep but saying that. Hold on, listen. We were friends for three years, and then I moved to New York, and that's when, you know, I told him, you know. But, okay, I knew I had to make the first move because he made the first move initially when we first met, and I was like, baby, she I'm not ready. Did you know that? Girl, okay, okay first you... of all, I moved back for a man and my career. So it was a little, it was a two Which one, one came first, though? It was a buy one, get one free. No. Okay. Yeah. See, that's a very ambitious and brave woman. <laughs> I, I do. I will say that because I feel like my business has me tied down. I really do. Mm. Yeah, I really do. Because I can't just pick up 
and move to a new city. I mean, like it was COVID. Times were, you know. What we're not going to do is we're not going to water it down. It is I, what it I is. I mean, it's you not know? watered down. I mean, it was COVID. And girl, you move for your man. That is romantic. Oh, Just no, say no, that. No, no, I'm talking about whenever we first started, like, getting together and stuff. Yeah. But the bigger picture is you move for your man. You took a risk. And I love that. Because I feel like I, I would not like be you know, able to you do know, that. Honestly. So like, you're saying basically, like, it's so, you feel like the force is so strong that I would, if I really love that person, I would do it? Yes. Wow. I like, I would, ex I would welcome that challenge for me, you I, know, internationally too. I have never felt so like secure in a relationship. Yeah. It's like so weird. Yeah. Like, and it's crazy because, and I'll talk, I'll tell you guys about this later in, a, in another episode, but my previous relationship, left me with some a lot of anxiety and trust issues mm. and let's not forget you're a fellow pisces and i'm a pisces crazy so. as hell period Yo, that's the thing like i don't care i don't care who it is if i'm in a relationship it could be drake himself but drake drake ain't my man like it's my man over drake unfortunately well not unfortunately but unfortunately for drake but fortunately for me so see i love it i yeah. love it i just see, want that's everybody to experience that. i didn't realize that i mean i guess i could have put two and two together did you ever realize that mm -hmm. i love that no, it was like family down here you moved here for i it. mean well no because it, it did work out because my sister had just had her baby and he was just little and i didn't want him to grow up not knowing who i was and like just talking to me through FaceTime and then I see him in person and he's crying and running to his mama. So yeah, it just really worked out. My parents are three hours away, a nine hour So nine let hour me drive. ask you this question, sis. After all of this, how do you feel in your life right now? I wanted After to, all of what? Like just like you're starting to settle into you. You're starting settling <laughs> into Shayla. And Shayla's also also settling into Shayla and Evan. Like this is becoming a unit. Like it's becoming strong. Like how does that make you feel? Because I see you always smiling and like <laughs> glowing, but I want to know verbally, what does it make you feel like? I, like I said, I just feel really secure. Like I just feel really, I just feel really sure. Yeah. Oh my God. Like for real, I feel really sure and really <clears throat> like, yeah, like this is it. Like, see, and okay. I just want, I just wanted to ask that question to just, so you can see it for yourself because you always say that for me, which I appreciate that. But like, I want you to see like, you're also very successful in your own way. You have a, a great relationship that you took a risk for that's paying off. You're in therapy. You're on a journey. You're also doing a career that's very, very hard, but yeah. you're continuing to do that. Yeah. And I don't think that you take the time to reflect on all of those wins that you have on yourself. Because it's very that. inspiring for me as well to see that. Really? Yeah. That that is very risque. And you did it and you not only are Well, you okay, well, but wait. <clears throat> I, I did I did move, but like I moved into my own place. Like yes, I, yes, yes, yes. And, I didn't move with You moved to, him, to work on a, the relationship. You, yeah. Relationship is hard. It so is. for you to have your relationship working your career is working, like your personal life is also working. You're doing all this simultaneously, like, and that's a lot. And that's amazing. So this is, I don't think you realize this or not, but this is part of your self journey. This is part of your self growth that you're in right now. I mean, I still feel like I'm learning myself and like discovering all, more. But I think that's, that's just a never you, ending journey. It's a never ending journey. If, if you have stopped doing that, that means you've become comfortable. And once mm -hmm. you become comfortable, that's when you become dangerous. Period. And that's when you become unhappy. Yep. So never get comfortable. And stagnant. 
we that's don't, we always, don't do stuff. That's why I always make people feel uncomfortable, I think. Why? Like, like, like I ask questions or just say, like by me asking questions or just saying stuff that people probably think but don't, would never say. That's what I mean. Like, well... I mean, I, like I feel like... I like to just break like, up the stiffness in a room. Well, you know? yes, that. And I feel like... I don't know if it's a Pisces thing, but you we don't sugarcoat nothing. Because sugarcoat for what? Sugarcoat for whom? For who? Not even the Queen of England. God no. rest her soul. No, but Black Twitter actually is still dragging her through the mud. Dragging no her. No pun intended. All right, guys. Well, now it is time for a Q&A with Shay. So I just have a few questions. Yes. That people have asked. I want to take this time while you're preparing your thoughts. I just want to give a shout out to the Jalen Patton Lifestyle Team. Right. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. We are here to serve and service you guys. <laughs> we are here to help you uh, obtain home ownership, black excellence, and beginning your wealth journey. Yeah. So, of course, we're all here. We would all love to help you, and we're all capable of doing so i love that thank you for that commercial break yes. <laughs> um and now it's time for q a with shay so the first question says i was only with this man for three months it's been seven months since we haven't been together and i'm not over it how do you kill the idea of someone i hate not being able to just get over this you know what they say the only way to get over a man is to get under another one. But I don't know if that works. I just wanted to say that. That's what, the ancestors be saying. That's what they say. I feel like, since does he not want you? Because if there's any hope of like, I, I don't know the dynamic of what happened, right. right? So, but if there's any hope, I would say at least reach out because we're, we're young and they always say we're young and dumb. So why not live up to that? I, I mean, because it could be the risk. If, if this is the one, like, try it. That's me. Kendall. What's the question? Again? <laughs> <laughs> Kendall, damn. damn. Just cut me out on that. <laughs> no, I, I want to know what you got to say. Okay. I'm so they were together for three months. They haven't been together for seven. She's still hung up on it. Throw yourself right up back out into the sea at this point. Oh, just, really? You think? <laughs> yeah. There's y'all. There are how many people on like seven point eight billion people on the earth? I yeah, but I, there is somebody else that could make you just as happy or whatever I, he was but it's doing. It's easier said than done. It is. Going back to Jalen, do you think maybe she should date herself? Yes, you should always be dating yourself, whether Even you have a man or not. Yeah. But she, yeah, but I don't know, sis. I, yeah. I think, I think you need to do a little bit of both, putting yeah, yourself sure. out there, but also like. Put your feeler out there because I mean, if 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 you really care for this person that true, like truly like that, like set your ego aside. Mm -hmm. I feel I I'm okay. I and it's taken time for me to be able to do that, but like to set your ego aside and like be vulnerable because that's a very best topic in discussion or, and therapy all the time for me is like vulnerability, and so practice that. I think if I would have been more vulnerable in my life in my younger life, especially when I was going through it with my ex. I, Jalen, I feel like you want to talk about it. Are you? Do you want to talk about it? What? Your ex. What happened? Mm. Like a quick little, like a quick one, two, three, this happened? I mean, so it was just a situation to where I say my ex, we weren't dating exclusively or anything, but it happened like a year ago. Um, yeah, a year this month, actually. 
Um, oh, no. There was this little boy. He's not out, whatever. Um, he's like a year younger than me. But, um, you know, we were very, very close. I was his first, you know, male experience. And I had him shook. But, you know, after the first time we messed around, a week later, he got a girlfriend. And so... There's a lot of things kind of transpired after that. There was just a couple girlfriends in the mix in between. Um, but all this, he threw himself in this relationship to try to like deny the feelings that we mm. had for each other or the feelings that he had That's for me. That's dangerous. And um, Kendall was there through every step of the way. Mm-hmm. So oh, Kendall's such a good friend. Yeah, he's he, Kendall has literally like, we've been there for each other like since, like through, through very, very vital parts of your years because like a freshman in college to like, your late 20s like a mm-hmm. lot of shit happens a lot mm-hmm. of realizations you have like especially if you're also going through a self journey too and you so, don't realize yeah. how much you grow up exactly you really don't and so yeah kendall was there and got the witness but it's always good to have a friend there because like you want to validate that you're not crazy right mm-hmm. like but you know what i'm saying because yeah. these niggas can make you feel like you're fucking insane oh, they, yes and so i'm like i'm not i asked him all that I'm, like, I'm not crazy right which we all know i am but like yeah I'm meaning I'm not crazy on to react the way that I'm reacting based off of the actions that were done. Right. And so he was there. He was a good like backboard for all of that. But mm. I mean, for that kind of like what I was telling Kendall, like that that's a good learning experience. That was a good learning experience for me because that was the first boy that I like, like for real, for real liked and that I know he liked me. But then like I could see where we were different because I had went through the self journey and I was able to like be able to be true with myself, but he hadn't began that. Mm. And so therefore he wasn't able to be true for himself. So the timing wasn't right. I don't know if it'll ever be, but um, I'm not finna sit around and wait on these niggas. And we can't. No. You know they what? They will tell you when they're ready, but you, you if they're not ready, you can't be like, okay, well, I'll wait. Yeah. No. And I feel like sometimes people give me shit about this, but I always have like, now they're looser, but I have rules for someone that I would be dating, right? So I want them, and this can be, this is going to be a whole nother topic of podcast, but like they have to make at least like a quarter million a year um, because I don't, personally, I don't deal good with income gaps. Um, and there still would be an income gap, but I mean that once you get to two fifty, like everything else we can is just talk. yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, um, I just I, there's a big difference whenever someone makes a hundred thousand and the other person makes fifty, right? That's that you guys can still relate, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. But if you're making fifty and I'm making seven hundred or something like that, like that's a big difference, mm-hmm. and I think it just causes a lot more. Tension. Tension and a lot more unnecessary stress Mm -hmm. that a relationship already (laughs) brings on a lot of stress. So, like, ask you to pay for stuff. And for us to be 26 and he was 25, and like, well, and you don't want a lot of all of the financial obligations to fall on you either. Right, right. Well, I mean, again, like, obviously it probably would, but like, you. There's a lot of that goes into it, but for me to have such high expectations and then for you to be, for this person to be so cute, I really like them. And they also met that category of like, you know, the income and everything. It was just, I was like, this is a diamond dozen. Like, Mm -hmm. and he approached me. Mm. Yeah. So So it caught me off guard. And, you know, later on I came to find out that he actually had been trying to like, let me know for three years prior. Huh? Yeah. Let you know what? That he was into me. Yeah. Yeah, he was in that he was into me. And so that's why it was also kind of shocking that like 
he hadn't had ever had a girlfriend before. Yeah. And then we have this connect connecting moment finally, and then the week later he's in a relationship. Ooh, I think it was just getting too real for him. That's what it's good. Some people run for the hills. Well, girl. Put him on to make him want to marry me. And. <laughs> not Rashida. <laughs> <laughs> Rashida and Kurt. They're not a good example. <laughs> Toxic. <laughs> I'm the mama when she ran over that bike. <laughs> she backed that car. Said, Watch out, Rashida, move. <laughs> she, what was that, a four or 500 SUV? Or no, she had a freestyle for It's a freestyle. And it caught on fire, too. Uh well um girl yeah we say you know you were with him for three months it's been seven months i think it's time that you start to you know focus on the relationship that you have with yourself as opposed to focus on focusing on what you guys were um and kind of go from there also i i always think it's so important to make a list of everything that you want your future partner to have mm. um all so, the characteristics i'm like, not the ones build a man hello i have it in my notes still and you know what evan checks off every single one of those and i've never had anybody do that so that's when you knew that's when i knew I that's good advice i need to no i've literally i build literally, a man workshop we should host one of those build a man workshop okay um no i no for real though i've literally had that no, that written in my notes for the past it's i think it's been like four years now you should do a tiktok on that shit that's that's yeah. like low-key build a man a series yeah build a man yeah yeah i think it's very lucrative you built him in your head before you got him you're not actually mm. building him but you're manifesting him yeah and that's what you did so you built a man Ooh. Shout out to Mama Acklin. I love you because your son is fire. Uh, but, um, okay. Um, my stomach is weak. I had to <laughs> over and I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, we're going to, I'm just going to, there's a couple more, but we're just going to do one more because I don't know if we have time. Okay. So this one, she's anonymous as well. And she says, so my boyfriend and I have been together for over a year and he still attacks me for wanting to wear makeup or dress nice. I used to have an unlimited amount of confidence, but now he's stripped it all away. Whenever I try to talk about it, he writes me off as looking for someone new and being a cheater. When in fact, I have never cheated in my life. If it was his way, I'd wear a basketball shorts and one of his t-shirts every day. Now I feel guilty for even picking up the hair straightener because I'm going to just be accused of cheating. How do I fix this or is this just hopeless? This man seems dangerous. It's very controlling. And I'm very concerned on all serious note because someone who wants to strip you of you, how can you say you love someone if you're trying to take them away? You know, like, and how can you love yourself if you're allowing someone to take your authentic self away from you? Mm -hmm. Let's do something about it. Let's start. Let's get your bike life back, sis. It's time to get her life back. You know, I would also say, like, if you feel guilty for feeling confident or for picking up a hair straightener. Because you want to look beautiful to and I mean, everybody's version of beautiful is different. Like there's no way that his version of you looking beautiful 24 seven is you wearing T-shirts and basketball shorts. But I think the version of beauty is confidence. And from that is you that comes within from within you. So if you want to pick up, if you want to have straight hair and put on makeup and put on a dress and that makes you feel the most confident, you should that's beauty. Yeah. And And he shouldn't dictate what you wear. I I just, I'm sorry, but I just don't understand. And I hope and pray that you find the strength to, 
to see this and do something about it because it's not it's not it no not at all and yeah that's kind of like yeah that's yeah, it's just like she's losing her core identity yeah yeah and i would be curious to see what her friends and family would say and if they're still around for her because this seems like someone who probably has been told by loved ones that this is not a good situation mm. and that she probably chooses her man's side and therefore has drawn a wedge between her loved ones. I yeah. also like to learn like how does he act to in public as well like whenever they're out with friends or mm. that's kind of do, are, do they go in public? Does, it, sounds yeah. like a man that he does he like. even let her like hang out with her friends? Mm -hmm. I wonder if this gentleman is from a certain background, religious background or something. Mm. I wonder. Yeah, there's a lot of layers to it, but still, baby girl, I'm I'm here for my women now. And so. I would also say, like, you will only allow somebody to treat you how you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. You, if if you don't feel that way about yourself, baby, you would not allow some man to tell you you can't wear that because who are you? Yeah, and it's never too late to it feel is it. Never too late. Never no. too late. And those those situations, the reason why like my whole demeanor changed after that question because it just it's just very scary because like I kind of have a friend who isn't is is in a situation to where there's also another woman involved, and so she's already made comments that you know it's that she has nothing to lose basically, um, the other woman. So um, these things are super, super serious when it, you yeah. just never know what people are thinking. And if they go to that extreme, you have to, because you just never know when it's going to be, enough is going to be enough for that person and when it's going to be too late. Yeah. So you are you know something's wrong. That's why you brought the question to the attention. Mm -hmm. And it's on you to change that now. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's time. This time, sis, you've got to. You know that you knew the answer whenever you asked the question. Yep. And I'm going to do a video on this, but it's it's kind of like I was talking to in therapy last time. It's like the amount we lie to ourselves. Mm. Like we lie to ourselves to like sell ourselves on stuff all the time. And we have to be aware to when we're lying to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that goes into it. Yeah, because for all we know, you could be saying, oh, like, he only wants me to wear T-shirts and basketball shorts because he doesn't want other guys looking at me. Baby, if you're beautiful, other men are going to look at you regardless. I don't know if anybody's maybe approached you while you were with him, but I mean, Lord, clearly, I clearly he's insecure if he doesn't yeah. want you going out the house. I hope they don't approach her, to be honest, because no, he's going to take that shit out on her. He is. Especially when you get back, like, when in the solidest place, like, no one else is around. There's no telling. Mm-hmm. Kendall, wait. Because you were giving um, Diary of a Mad yeah, Black uh, I, mean, I was thinking Joe. <laughs> roll, roll that, um, that, the, that wheelchair. wheelchair right on there. Well... I just want to thank Jalen and Kendall for coming on the show today. Yes. I um, want to thank you for allowing me to be here. Yeah. Where can people find you guys? People can find me on Instagram. That is my baby. So Instagram, Jalen underscore Patton. Please follow me. I always have daily content on the story. And, you know, just live the life of Jalen with me. What about you, Kendall? Underscore Kendall Clay on Instagram. Is where you can find me. Is that two L's or one? Two L's. Period. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Um, okay, so this week's song of the week what is, is it? going to be Super Freaky Girls, the remix, uh, yeah, the, the Queen Mix edition. Because I was talking to this last night on somebody. Okay, JT and Akbar D. Eight. 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 Left Eight. no crumbs. Eight. 
Like I knew JT was a rapper, but she's a rapper. She's a real rapper. I love. I'm obsessed yeah. with her. Yeah, I'm obsessed with her. Period. Carisha, please. Carisha, please. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to leave a review. All right, guys. You guys will see me next Friday for, or well, hear me. You guys will hear me next Friday uh, for another episode. And yeah, thanks for tuning in. Good. That was good, Shayla. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to Sincerely Shayla, the podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to show me just how much you enjoyed it, be sure to leave a review and tune in for the next episode.